0: Yo, yo! Welcome everyone to Inside the Mind of Marcus Matez. Season one, episode 17. We're headed into the fifth weekend of the NFL season. And after starting the season with a victory, the Jags have lost three straight, two straight to winless opponents. Good thing I had my therapy session this week cause this team is about to drive me crazy. Inside the mind of Marcus Matez starts now Hope everyone is having a great week so far. Happy Friday Happy Friday evening. I'll let y'all know I uh, Rolled me a joint before this episode Because it's Friday I feel good. I feel happy. I feel blessed. I'm very grateful for being here right now so decided it'd be good to roll me a joint for this episode um so yeah it's been a great week i got a lot of accomplished I, i've been up since 5 a.m this morning uh well didn't plan on it um i had my alarm set for six but i woke up at five anyway and i didn't go back to sleep because I've been re- I have read this article somewhere I don't know where I read it from But it was It said When you wake up in the morning And go back to sleep It's kind of like you're running away From your responsibility It's kind of like you are not a, You're not ready to take on the day You're not ready to take on What challenges you have ahead And it's kind of like you're avoiding, avoiding it And I'm not, I'm not talking about waking up at like 1am and you're supposed to be up no 6 or 7 I'm not talking about that I'm talking about like when you wake up like 30 minutes before your alarm goes off or you wake up an hour before your alarm goes off and you try to go back to bed to get that extra sleep it's kind of like I read in this article it's kind of like you're just running from the day running for what you gotta do and when uh, and I read that it like hit me cause like man it's kind of like the universe is gifts like waking you up like hey come on we get an extra hour to do what we gotta do and you like oh, I don't want I don't want to, you know, get up early to work on my craft, to work on my biz, or get a jump start to the day. I'm just gonna go back and get these extra thirty minutes of sleep because I want it. And the universe will be like, oh, I tried, I try to get you up. You say you want to accomplish these goals and try to get you up, but you want to go back to sleep. So, yeah, I woke up this I woke up this morning at five. And I just stayed up Started my morning routine And started working on my stuff at 6 And I've been grinding ever since Today Busy meal prepping, yoga Today's podcast day So I work on Not only this episode but other episodes So I got designated days throughout the week Where I work on my podcast So it's two days a week So even though I do post my JAG stuff every week I do it because it's really quick for me but I'm working on other episodes too. That's gonna be oh man, I got some stuff come in. Y'all just keep listening. I'm learning. That I'm figuring out this thing. I'm figuring out this podcast thing. And uh yeah, so gotta start working on my podcast today. Um, what else I do today? Worked out, uh, trained someone. So I'm a personal trainer. So I trained a client today. I wow, have a busy freaking day. I turned down pizza. Ooh, it was good. I was like, you know what? I don't want that pizza. My body was like, ooh, I like you. You sexy right now. And guess what? I'm and, and Instead of eating that pizza, uh, what did I eat? Had some sunflower seeds. But I was fasting too, so I didn't want to come off my fast with that pizza. And so I just ate some sunflower seeds and I, uh, I came off that fast. Yeah, it's been a good day. And now I'm on this podcast, and uh, here I am. So that's been my day, my week's been like that. And uh, I was gonna do I actually published podcast yesterday. Now, like I said, I was busy and I was kind of like waiting to really publish it because on, on Monday, the Houston Texans fired coach Bill O'Brien. I was like, okay, this could be like a trend. Let's see if any other coaches are going to get fired. Hint, Hint, Jacksonville. I was like, are they going to fire? Is is Shotgun going to make the move and fire Doug Marone and his sorry defensive coordinator, Ty Walsh? Is it going to happen? Really, is it? This was was me this week. And uh, nope, nothing happened. Uh, As of today... They both still have jobs. Both of them. Not both of them. Both of them. B O F F U M. Both of them still got jobs today. And I'm like, how do these dudes have NFL jobs? How do you get paid all this money to not know what the hell you're doing? How? Last week, the Jags lost the Bengals 33 25. Losing to a rookie quarterback who we let throw for 300 yards on us. And I'm not saying, like, it's a rare thing that rookie quarterbacks throw for 300 yards. It's just how it happens. How do we let a rookie quarterback in his fourth start complete 69% of his passes and throw for 300 yards? How? And we got no pressure on Burrow. He was sacked one time for zero yards. And the Jazz got no pressure on him. No, you got some pressure on him. But the Jazz not get Burrow to the ground. Coming to the game, the Cincinnati Bengals had uh let Joe Burrow get sacked 14 times. That's league high. And we supposed to be Saxonville. <gasps> Negative Chief. We is Waxonville right now because our defense is whack. Our defense is aligned. Can't get no pressure on the quarterback. We only got a we only got a quarterback four times this year. And we head into the fifth game of the season, and we're supposed to be Saxonville. <sighs> this defense is bad. I ain't gonna lie, and I'm very mindful too. We lost Calais Campbell at the beginning of the year. I don't know why we get. I don't know how. Like I said before, I don't know how we got rid of of the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Who does that? But we played. We were busy in the off season. Got Al Gunter and Rodney Gunner. Uh and I'm sorry. I put both on. I think it's Al Woods. I put both of them. Last name is Gunther. But I think his name is Al Woods and Rodney Gunther. But uh, I think Al Woods he opted out of the season because of COVID. And Rodney Gunther had the uh, heart issue, so he retired. So we have a lot of injuries on the. We have a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. But my goodness. Does that mean that we don't know how to tackle? Does that mean we don't know how to uh, pursue towards the ball? Does that mean we don't know how to fill gaps? Does that, that mean we mess up on defensive assignments? No, it don't. All that's coaching. All that's fundamental stuff. and All that's coaching. And our coaches are garbage. They are garbage right now. I'm sorry. That's how it is. Because this defense is bad. This defense is so bad. It is on the pace for being the worst Jags defense In franchise history They're on pace to give up The most yards and the most points Per game in franchise History 25 years And the last And it's all Todd Walsh Because in the last 5 games The defense has given up uh, 500 yards 3 times and It's all him It's just sad the Defense is garbage we're giving up 400 yards per game and... I'm sorry, yeah. We're giving up 400 yards per game and 30 points per game this season. Uh, opposing quarterbacks have a completion rate of 77% against us. Um, hell, when the Cincinnati offense came into the came into the Jazz game, ranked 27th and, sl- and they were slapped last in the league in yards per play. And what they do... Ate us alive like it's Mad '96. Todd Wash must go. It ain't any funny no more. It was not. It was not funny watching running back Joe Mixon run all on us. Hell, he was questionable. He was questionable before the game even started. He had a chest injury. He didn't even know if he could just stand the whole game. <laughs> Ran for 151 yards and 25 carries and two touchdowns. Caused Swing pass out of the backfield for another touchdown. That's how our sorry our defense is. A motherfucker can't breathe, but yet he can score three touchdowns on us. Gashing our defense. I watch the highlights too, over and over again. Like I was a damn coach. Went on YouTube and watched all the highlights. That's where my time went on Sunday, Sunday night. And there were two plays that stood out to me. Okay, the first was Joe Mixon's uh first touchdown run. Okay. Uh cornerback Chris Claybrooks was in the game. Uh he was filling in for CJ Henderson, I believe, who was injured. Um so Chris Claybrooks, seventh round rookie out of uh let's see what I know off the top of my head. Memphis. He Was supposed to have outside contain a uh, tank containment, which means it was his responsibility on the field He was on the side of the field. He was on not to let any Body get outside of him because there's no help back there. if everyone's in the middle of the field So he has outside containment So the play mixing scored a touchdown on Chris Claybrook's lost outside containment but before that play, two plays before Mixon scored, Chris Claybrooks had lost outside containment again. But Joel Giovanni Bernard, he couldn't turn the corner. So Mixon comes in. Uh, actually, Cincinnati runs another play to throw the uh to move the ball to the other side of the field. And then the following play, Mixon comes in to replace Giovanni Bernard because he's faster. And it's on the wider side of the field. So they ran the same play to the wider side of the field where Chris Claybrooks was. So when John Mixon, they call it a play. Maybe it was was a dive. But in his mind, he wasn't going to run no dive. He was going to bounce it outside. Took two steps. Boom. Hit that corner where Chris Claybrooks was, where he was supposed to be keeping contained, when he lost contain. That's that's they were out coached that play because the Cincinnati offense coordinator saw something that the uh, the Ty Wash with his glasses couldn't see, and they went right back to that play, touchdown. That's 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 not a rookie mistake. Keeping containment when I coach football, that's something I taught in middle school. If you are outside containment. You let nobody outside of you. I don't care what. Okay, because if you let if if I know if you keep outside containment and you turn the play inside where everybody, all your defensive help is, they might get uh, some yards, but they're not gonna score no 35-yard touchdown, break 11 tackles or whatever. This is fundamental football stuff, and we are not correcting it. We're not, we're not. Jacksonville's getting out, coach. Uh, on Mixon's second touchdown run, it was the third quarter. left in the game, 31. Uh, Bengals are in shotgun formation. It's an option read, which means... uh, I'm sorry. Which means... uh, What's his name? Joe Burrow, he's in shotgun formation. He gets the ball. and he has a read, which is typically the defensive end. But on this play, it was safety Andrew Wigard. So, Joe Burrow's read is, if the defensive end crashes meaning he goes after the quarterback i'm sorry he goes after the running back joe burrow the quarterback would keep the ball that's why it's an option he gets the option of either keeping it or giving it to the running back so on this play on this option read the ball snap burrow reads wingard who is unblocked so wingard has easy access to joe burrow so Joe Burrow's like, okay, I don't want to get tackled by this unblocked defensive player. Let me hand off the ball to Mixon. So Mixon gets the ball. Okay? So Wingard, he's accounting for Burrow. Burrow's covered on this option play. The middle linebacker at the game, during the game at the time, Dakota Allen, he's supposed to be reading Mixon. So everyone's covered, okay? Even on the option play. But what Allen does, he don't read Mixon. He's reading Joe Burrow so instead of being a middle linebacker and playing the middle of the field and holding his gap and accounting for mixing he for some reason is reading Joe Burrow so now we got two defenders reading Joe Burrow on the option why because Joe Burrow must run a 4-4 and he can break a touchdown run I don't know why they think that but it's what it was. So it's the ball snap. Burrow hands off the ball to Mixon. Both defenders follow Burrow. And Joe Mixon goes up the middle where the linebacker is supposed to be feeling. He goes right out the middle, untouched, gets to the secondary, makes a safety miss, goes to the end zone, hot stepping, touchdown. I mean, these are basic defensive mistakes the Jags are making. This is high school stuff. This seriously is high school. I guarantee you, a high school team can go up there and coach that defense on, on fundamentals because we ain't coaching it. We I don't know. I don't. What am I at? Let me light this up. I don't know. This is basic stuff. Linebackers can't feel holes. Middle linebacker Joe Sherbert, he's taking the poorest angles. Garbage. I play linebacker, so I'm always watching the linebacker. He's not feeling at all. Okay? And my God, secondary. uh, Cornerback Trey Hurning, he got called for three penalties on three consecutive plays. I'm like, wow. We can't cover nobody. Well, we probably could cover, but we can't get no pressure on quarterback. But still, we still can't cover. I wouldn't know because... Every phase of the game, we getting about Hines whoop. I don't know what happened to Chris Henderson since the first game. He he must be on his gram Instagram doing something because he uh, he ain't playing like a first round draft pick right now. I'm sorry, he's just not doing his thing. But I don't know. I don't know what to say about this Jacks defense. Oh, uh, to I mean. Cause heading to halftime, we had, had a chance to win. We were had we had a lead going to halftime, you know. First, but the first drive of the third quarter, typical Jacksonville offense came out flat. Came out like doo-doo. Minshew, I don't know. I don't know about that dude. Man, I, I do know about Minshew, but when he came out in that, uh, he came out in the second half. He just came out flat, man. He threw first six passes, threw four incompletions, completed one cat one pass for seven yards, and we were sacked the offense, offense did not move the ball at all. And that's those two those those two touchdowns, Joe Joe uh Mixon touchdowns. And by the time the Jags got the ball back late in the third quarter, they were down twenty seven thirteen. I mean, that's how in effective the offense was in the third quarter. And, like, I'm a Minshew fan. I am. I like to do, because all the quarterbacks we had in the Jags' recent memory, that's Nick Foles. Let me see. Who we got? Blake Bortles. Oh, gosh. Every time I say that name, I shiver. It's just it's like, it's, uh, nightmares. Who else we have? Mm, uh, Cody Kessler, Chad Henney, Blaine Garbage. I would say, yeah, a little bit of a recent memory. I still, I'll take, I'll take Minshew over them all day. I keep, I keep saying he just gotta make better decisions. Like he holding on the ball too long. Last game he was sacked three times for eleven yards. That makes, that makes fourteen on the season now, top five in the field. Uh, but no, he had twenty. Was twenty-seven for forty-three, fifty-one, two touchdowns in the pick tip pass a second his second tip pass that ended up an interception this season, I think. Yeah, I believe so. I mean I mean for the season, Minshew was seventh in the league in passing. He had more passing yards than Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees, and before Thursday night's game, Tom Brady. Top ten in uh top ten in completion percentage and touchdowns. I mean he also in the top ten in the league for sacks, but He's not, I don't know, he's not our problem. He's not. And I don't know why in the second half we didn't just come out just running the ball. We had the lead. Just give the ball to James Robinson, please. Besides DJ Chart, Robinson, the best offensive, way we, uh, offensive player we got. Against the Bengals, 17 rushes, 75 yards. Caught four balls, 32 yards. Had a run, had a forty-yard run that was called back because of a holding penalty. It was nice too. Jay Gruden needed to find a way to get the ball to Robinson more. I don't care what the score is. Get the ball to Robinson. Let him tote that rock. Hell, it'll keep our off. It'll keep our defense off the field. That'll give us a, be, a better chance of winning. I'll <sighs> well, put the defense on the field and it ain't. The best, the strongest part of your team. That the game is. I was like, I don't know. I believe we can run the ball, but we don't. We can find ways to get the ball to Chenault more. He had the best game of his season. Uh, best game of the season. He had the best game God, of his career so far this season. He caught five balls for 86 yards. He had a rush for five yards. DJ Chart balled out too catching eight balls for 95 yards and two touchdowns. I like Char, man. He started to become my favorite player. That dude is nice. He is nice. And you know what? In the middle of the fourth it was uh middle of the fourth quarter, Jags had a chance to win. And I really thought we could have pulled it off because when we go to the fourth quarter, we, we play like a different team sometimes. And I believe in Minshew Magic. He's brought us back before. And I just, you know, he could, a couple of, things would have went our way this season he could have had two more wins but i always feel like we had a always have a shot going to the fourth quarter and we had a shot going in this uh this last game going to the fourth quarter Jags had scored a touchdown bringing the score to 30 to 22 so what happens doug marone decides to go for two do i like the fact he decided to go for two Uh eh, i mean y'all know my philosophy be aggressive when you need to be, but don't chase points. Me as a coach, I would have kicked the field goal. There were six minutes and some change left in the game. I would have kicked the field goal. Uh, but he went for two, which was like, okay. If we got a two, it would have been sweet. But it's the, I have a problem with the play call. Shotgun formation and it's, I guess no one's open. So there's a swing pass to James Robinson. Or maybe that was the play. I don't know, but a swing pass on a two point two point conversion in the fourth quarter with six minutes left in the game, and you decide you use the side to throw the ball sideways instead of straight. I don't know. That's just I don't know. But I don't know. I, I just. Don't understand, that's the best play you can come up with. With Chenault, Colin Johnson, Minshew, James Robinson, D.D. Westbrook. That's the best. All that, all that, you got height, speed, agility. You got all that to work with, but you do a swing pass to James Robinson? <sighs> I don't know. Be injured. We got injuries on the team. We're going into the next week against the Texans. Defense hurting already. <sighs> CJ Henderson was hurt last week. DJ Hayden, he was hurt. Now back in Miles Jack, got hurt. Josh Allen, banged up his knee. Cam uh, Robinson got injured. Brandon Linder, Brandon he's questionable. Steve, uh, We signed Steven Hoschka last week. And did I, I say something about kickers getting hurt? He ended up getting, no lie, he ended up getting on the injury report. He didn't play last game because he was sore. He, he, he was because of soreness. I'm like, that's really an injury? You could actually be sore and not play a game in the NFL? And then I'm like, hold on. How are you sore and you kick the ball? Hold <laughs> on, man. Hold <Hello. clears> on. <throat> It's way too good. How is it that you've been at home since March? I say March because that's when Corona started. You've been at home since March, and you knew the NFL season was going to take place. But yet, when it's time for you to play in October, after two days of kicking the ball, you are sore and you don't play in the game. So we signed them on. I, I don't know. I read this late last week. I don't know when we signed them, but we signed them. And then like two days later, he's on injury report. So we end up getting this other kicker name. I, I don't have his name in front of me. I know his last name is like Rojas. Uh, we signed him, and he went four for five and led the team in points. I think he did. Yeah, twelve points. Yeah, four field goals. And he, hell no, he was. A, if it weren't for him. Who knows how many points we would have had. But it just baffles me that Jacksonville, through five games this season, has put three kickers on the injury. (laughs) They have put three kickers on the injury before this, man. I don't know. Will we beat the Texans? Mm Mm-hmm. Since uh, 2014, that's when uh, Bill O'Brien started. The Jags are 2-10 against the Texans I don't, why they, I don't know why they just let him just Play out this week He had a good chance of winning Because he kept his job mm. The Texans are winless this year Bottom of the AFC South Which really don't mean nothing Because the Jags already lost To two winless teams Ryan Fitzpatrick And Joe Burrow So you know Deshaun Watson he that DSGB He might tell us up well, no. We, but you know, we we should we should win. We should. The Texans got the worst rush offense in the league, like dead last in the league with 3.7 yards per carry. The Texans have allowed the league worst 16 sacks so far. So we should get some sacks this week. Uh, the Texans' rush defense is the worst in the league. They gave up five yards of carry, so that means James Robson should have a good day. Uh, Texas don't have a great pass defense either, so that means Minshew should have some time in the pocket and not get sacked as much. But we'll see. We shall see. We should have beat the Miami Dolphins. We should have beat the Cincinnati Bengals. And we should beat the Houston Texans, but we shall see. I'm not watching the game. I'm not watching the game Sunday. I'm not. The uh, Jazz are not gonna make me mad this week. Nope, I am not. Who am I kidding? I know my ass gonna be right there front and center watching them Jazz play. Cause I'd be like Duvall! All day, every day. Hey, you know what? It could be worse. At least I ain't no Cowboys or Falcons fan? <laughs> sorry, Falcons. I say sorry, Falcons, because I'm from the A, and I know them Falcon fans, and I'm telling y'all, y'all team, sorry. But y'all already knew that. Y'all already knew the, South. Y'all already knew the Falcons were sorry. The only reason I went. There's the only reason when I lived in Atlanta, there's two reasons why I went to uh, the Falcons game. One was to see Mike Vick play. I went and saw the Mike Vick experience. Oh, it was the best time of my life. That's oh, it was some great football. And two, when I got free tickets and I can go tailgate. That's only it, because ain't no I tailgate and a is something else. That's the only reason I went to Falcon games. Any other time, or when the Jags were in town. Any other time, if somebody gave me if someone gave me Falcon tickets. I'm like, uh, I'll pass. You good? You good? You might be able to sell them for five dollars, but. Uh, I'm not from Falcons. Like I said, it could be bad. It could be worse. I could be a Godwars fan, too. You got all that talent. You wanted three. Yeah, so I'm Duval till I die. I don't care. But I'm about to get off here, though, for real. I got me some barbecue, cauliflower wings on tap. It's Friday night. I got some wine ready. Roll me another one and relax. Because it's Friday I ain't got no job And I ain't got shit to do That's my movie right there I do got a job, I ain't going to claim that But uh, that's my movie right there Friday, I watched that I think it was was like last summer Every Friday I watched Friday It was amazing It was awesome Um, So yeah, I'm about to get off here Oh, game five Is tonight, Lakers Heat if it come on at nine o'clock, I ain't watching it. I don't know why. That, nah, who stays up that late? I watch like five minutes. I'll be my eye catch the highlights tomorrow. But Heat need to Heat need to come on. Come on, Heat. Y'all got this. Come on, Jimmy Buckets, Tyler Hero. Who else on their team? I'm trying to think. Uh, there's one guy I can't pronounce his name. But. Anyway, I know those other players. I just can't think of right now. Come on, i for y'all. I just don't. I don't want LeBron to win his. I don't want LeBron to win his fourth. I. I I'm not hating on them, but I'm just tired of this Jordan-LeBron comparison. Oh, I said this before. What metrics are they using? Is it championships? Because there's hella players with more championships than LeBron, Bill Russell, Kareem. Scott. Kobe, Tim Duncan, John uh Magic Johnson. Hell, Steve Kerr got more uh rings than LeBron. And I get, and I get, if it's not, if it's not rings, okay. Whatever. And I get it, it's gonna be LeBron's gonna win his four four championships for three different teams. I get that. wait we can say the same thing about Robert Horry. <laughs> Is it stats? I was watching the uh, first take the other day, Stephen A. Smith. He said, look, I'm going to put it the rest. The difference is a few things. LeBron got one scoring title to MJ's 10. LeBron, Defensive Player of the Year, 0 to MJ, 1. Jordan been on the all-defensive NBA team nine times. Well, she shares that record with Gary Payton, Kevin Garnett, and Kobe. How many times has LeBron been on the off defensive be a defensive player of the team, well, first team. Uh, in seventeen seasons, LeBron got three titles. Well, it might be four. He got four MVPs, sixteen All Star experiences, uh, All Star appearances, and he's third all time scoring. MJ in fifteen seasons, six titles, five MVPs. 14 All-Star selections and fifth all-time scoring. And keep in mind, Michael played, Michael Jordan played two years of baseball. So that's that Elba Steven Ace argument. Like, oh, yeah. That's true. If you want to talk about GOAT, you need to talk about both sides of the ball: offense and defense. You know what I'm saying? And I can say, no knock on LeBron. I love LeBron. Man, he ain't no Jordan, man. Sorry, This di- it's a different era. They don't play no defense in this era. They don't. Dude, you watch NBA in the 90s, it was like damn WWF or WWE. It was like that. Folks was just. It was hard. It was hard. Like, it'd be like sometimes in some NBA games, it'd be like third quarter and one team score like 70 points. Like, you don't. You rarely saw teams in the hundreds. Rarely. This game. It'd be, some game. it'd be like 150 to 20. Like, goodness, did we anybody play defense? It's just a different era. And if Jordan played this era, he would score 55 points a game. Easily. Because no one could touch him. He'd be at the foul line all the time. No one could touch him. But, no. Uh, speaking of basketball, shout out to Seattle Storm for winning the NBA championship. Sue Storm. Oh, See, I was about to say Sue Storm again. Sue Bird. Jewel Lloyd, Alicia Clark, Rhianna Stewart, Natasha Howard—that's their starting lineup. I, had look, I looked it up. I didn't look up the rest of the team, but shout out to the team winning the NBA championship. I'm telling y'all, next season I'll watch more games. I'm watch more games next season. Hope y'all have enjoyed this podcast or enjoyed this episode. I'm appreciative for the time you're taking out of the day to listen to me talk. Today's the affirmation. I feel grounded and fully present in my body. I feel grounded and fully present in my body. If you haven't already, subscribe now so you don't miss the episode. Currently streaming on uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you want to holler at me. Get me on the gram At Marcus underscore Matez. Always remember Be peace, be love Be happy Till next episode Ride out